From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is the Big Story Podcast, your nonpartisan news source for how Congress and the federal government shape the real world. After a week in which North Korea dominated the headlines, the country's attention was refocused over the weekend to Charlottesville, Virginia. The bloody protests incited by white supremacists have brought renewed attention to the Justice Department's efforts to protect civil rights. I'm David Hawkins, senior editor of CQ Roll Call, and with me in the studio is our legal affairs correspondent, Todd Ruger, to talk about the Trump administration's approach to civil rights. How are you, Todd? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So while the country's attention politically was focused a lot on what the president did or did not say for several days after this Charlottesville incident, uh, the actual enforcement by the federal government would be um, under the direction or at least under the supervision of Attorney General Jeff Sessions. They're going to find out that we're coming after them for any violations of the law. And uh, I am confident that the American people will reject this kind of evil ideology. Uh, and, and we need to take it seriously. Uh, it does appear that uh, uh, people are, uh, amazingly, uh, Nazism remains alive after all the evil it has occurred, uh, caused in the world. And so I think that uh, we take this seriously. We go at it directly, morally, legally, uh, politically, uh, legitimately, in any way possible to reject this uh, kind of ideology that causes division and hatred in America. It's just not part of our heritage. That was the Attorney General speaking on NBC's Today Show on Monday. Todd, what did you hear inside the Attorney General's uh, statements there? Well, what I heard was an Attorney General trying to make a strong statement that maybe a lot of people didn't hear from the President. He said that before Donald Trump came out and made more statements that were stronger against the KKK against alt-right, so-called white nationalists. What uh, the attorney general was doing there was saying, we're going to fully prosecute anybody that gets in the way of uh, marches against racism and that there's no room for the kind of Nazi propaganda rallies that we saw down in Charlottesville. So I suppose we should should sort of uh, get this topic out of the way right up front, which is you and I have both been paying attention to Jeff Sessions for a while, from when he was uh, a senator from Alabama. But his history, a polarizing national figure, goes all the way back to the mid-80s. If we could just review that history for a second, why he is sort of an imperfect uh, messenger, perhaps, for this. Right. I mean, and what's interesting about Jeff Sessions and this particular situation that's that's come come into his control is his history and, and the fact that he's already been under such heavy criticism for what he's done, not only before he became attorney general, but since he's become attorney general in the civil, in the civil rights arena which is one of the most controversial um, spaces of public debate in in the country. At his confirmation hearing, a lot of this stuff came up, and he was defensive right away. He said, you know me to his his uh, colleagues in the Senate who are you know, going to vote on his confirmation. You know who I am. You know that I'm not uh, any of these things that have been in my past. One of those was uh, he was nominated to be a federal judge back in 1986, and that was tanked by accusations of racial insensitivity. There was a couple of things. A witness testified that he had called civil rights groups un-American. He had used racially insensitive language among colleagues. Um, one of those things was something like the KKK was okay with him except for all the pot smoking. So, so there was there was some some of that. Uh, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund called him 
a foe because he actually prosecuted three black voting rights advocates um, and then they were acquitted on these voter, voter fraud charges. So he has a very controversial past. Uh, there were three lawmakers that actually testified against him at his confirmation hearing. John Lewis, a civil rights icon, Democrat from Georgia, uh, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, and uh, Rep. Cedric Richmond, who heads the Congressional Black Caucus, uh, who basically all urged the Senate not to confirm him to this position. And I believe Coretta uh, Scott King, or a member of the King family, also uh, released rhetoric against strongly against Sessions. Right, uh, and then but then what you had in the um, in the Senate was uh, f- enough Republicans. All all he needed were the Republicans to go along with this uh, confirmation, and he got it. And so he's been he's been put in ch- in this place where he's the top guy at the agency that enforces the nation's civil rights laws. And so so one way of looking at this could be that this is uh, maybe this is an overused metaphor, but sort of a Nixon goes to China moment. That if anybody if there was ever a time um, when a Republican Justice Department, the Republican Justice Departments generally over the course of the last fifty years uh, have been seen as less vigorous in enforcing civil rights laws than Democratic Justice Departments. This could be a moment, in theory, where somebody who brings this history to the job, uh, if, if there was ever a time where a Republican Justice Department could really tuck in and take this stuff seriously, uh, a Justice Department led by Jeff Sessions would be that one. What's interesting about this situation is it's so clear-cut. I mean, you have these groups that were down there um, these white nationalist groups, they were carrying the Nazi flag. They were carrying the Confederacy fa- flag. And and they were down there protesting about uh, the removal of a, a, a statue of Robert E. Lee from, from Charlottesville. And this seems like one of the easiest things to to go against. You can you can say, yeah, this isn't great that you are um, that you are representing Nazis. And one of the people in your group at a high rate of speed, drove a car into a group of people who were countering your racist speech. It seems like a, a, it's teed up. It's ready to hit off for any politician. Very easy to criticize. Donald Trump didn't do that right away. And so this is really his t- turn to Jeff Sessions' chance to be under the microscope and do something that's very clearly kind of the kind of civil rights investigation that, that almost anybody could get behind. So making it, uh, without getting too much in the legal legalistic weeds, making something a federal civil rights case kind of raises the stakes for the defendants and for the for the country. Am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, groups are going to, the civil rights advocates groups are going to be watching this case very closely and what the Justice Department does. The FBI is investigating. Uh, the Civil Rights Division is investigating at the Justice Department. The the driver of that car who was um, seen carry you know carrying some of the in, indica of white nationalist movement in photos, and who apparently really liked Hitler has now driven a car into people. He, the state has already charged him with a murder charge and other charges, and so he's already facing very serious criminal charges at the state level and. What the federal investigators are going to have to worry about is, should we classify this as a hate crime? And that would add another layer of, of punishment and severity to, to this crime. But, I, you know, he's already facing, a, this, this defendant is already facing a lot of time in prison if convicted on a murder charge. So it might even be more of a political question as to what they do down there. And just so we're clear, when they, when they charge somebody with a hate crime, you have to prove both that the crime happened and then what else do you have to prove? Well, there's just this extra layer, extra element to the crime that it was motivated by 
you know, any number of things, but race would be one of those. Hatred for another for another person who's displaying their their civil rights protest might be one of those things. Great. But at the end of the Obama administration, the Charleston shooter was also prosecuted for hate crimes by the federal government. At that time, as now, uh, and you were talking, you and I were talking about this right before we started recording. There was no confirmed head of the civil rights division at the Justice Department, right? There's usually an assistant attorney general in charge of civil rights. Uh, there hasn't been one of those for a while. I, I think we know that President Trump doesn't have one in place, uh, but he may have chosen somebody. Uh, that's right. So there actually hasn't been a head of the of that division for four years. Tom Perez was an Obama pick for that uh, spot. He was confirmed, and he did you know he did some some serious civil rights enforcement. He uh, most notably like the Trayvon Martin probe in 2012, the shooting of the teenage unarmed teenager down in Florida. He investigated Sheriff Joe Arpaio down in Arizona for uh, his agency having racial discrimination. Uh, he left in 2013 to become the labor secretary. At that time, Obama nominated Vanita Gupta as the acting uh, head of that and said she would she would be nominated later, but she never was. Um, there was also uh, another guy, Debo Adigbile, who was an Obama pick, who got voted down. These are always contentious, contentious nominations for the Civil Rights Division. Right now, there's a Trump nominee. His name's Eric Dryband. He's a lawyer at J- Jones Day here in Washington. He served on Ken Starr's Independent Counsel Office. He was the general counsel of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. But he has already come under a lot of criticism from civil rights groups, particularly because of two cases that he that he worked on. One was he represented Amber Crombie and Fitch in a case that eventually went to the Supreme Court where it, they declined to offer an accommodation to a Muslim applicant who wore a hijab to a job interview. That case was won by the applicant eight to one. So it wasn't even a close call. He lost. That he case. lost eight that case. Okay. And he also worked... Down in North Carolina, the Justice Department, the Civil Rights Division, was uh, going after the state for HB2, their transgender bathroom bill. And that was extremely controversial. And he represented the, the state university system in that, in that case and was uh, active in the case even after it sort of settled down. And then the DOJ under Jeff Sessions, when, when he, uh, Jeff Sessions started as attorney general, ultimately dismissed that lawsuit. So they call him basically he's not a warrior for justice, which is what Democrats want in that spot. Um, but they're, they're not going to get from a Republican from, president. From, from, from this president or a Republican president. Is there anything happening legislatively in, in the grand scheme of things? Is the Republican Congress focused on this at all? I mean, I know they're on recess now. They're not coming back till after Labor Day. Their reactions to what's happened in Charlottesville have been sort of sporadic and spotty. Before they left for the summer, uh, civil rights legislation – not much on the agenda? Um, no. I mean, the civil rights groups are really looking at criminal justice reform as one big thing that would be reforming the way that the way that federal drug sentencing uh, for nonviolent offenders, particularly uh, too many years in prison for minor possession crimes is what is what they say. It's got wide support in the community from both Republicans and Democrats, conservatives. And it, uh, libertarians, it also has a lot of support on the Hill, but not enough to have gotten a vote in the last Congress. And Jeff Sessions was one of the most vocal opponents. He's now attorney general. So that that might not go very far in the Trump administration. There's also uh, an effort for a couple of years now to redo the Voting Rights Act, which uh, helps protect 
um, minority voters uh, f- and their ability to cast a ballot. And it was a key enforcement provision of that was gutted by the Supreme Court. And there has been a lot of Democratic support for that and just a few Republican people supporting that. So, Todd, what has the Justice Department under Jeff Sessions sort of what, what have they been focused on in the civil rights arena to this point this year? Well, they haven't had a, anybody leading it, but they've still been really active in, in, in flipping some of the uh, ways that Obama was enforcing civil rights. One of those being, you know, one of the one of the first things he did was reversed a, a policy on transgender student bathroom use in schools. Uh, that ended up kind of gutting a case that was teed up for the Supreme Court on on transgender bathroom use. He down in Texas went uh, and flipped the flipped the Justice Department's position in a tr- voter ID lawsuit that's been going on down there. He uh, recently an- they announced that that there might be they might be hiring somebody to look into uh, anti uh, race admission policies at. Uh, higher education, so university, f- right. right? Which which many people took to be an affirmative attack on affirmative action, and then he and the Justice Department filed a brief recently in a case that said that uh, the Civil Rights Act shouldn't protect gay workers from being fired because they're for the reason that they're being that they're gay. So there's a lot of things that civil rights groups have already attacked uh, that the Justice Department has done under Jeff Sessions. So the events in Charlottesville. Um, probably won't be isolated. We, there, are, there is evidence that these alt-right groups will continue their protest this summer. Uh, this, this one flashpoint uh, from, the, from the recent days will probably not be alone. It is, if nothing else, focusing, uh, along with many other things, it's focusing the country's attention a bit more on uh, how their federal government is paying attention to civil rights. Uh, so it's a story we will keep watching, and I know you'll be on it. Todd Ruger, legal affairs correspondent for CQ. Has been my guest. I'm David Hawkins, senior editor at CQ Roll Call. Thank you all for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on NPR One.